I am Planta on the line in Vancouver, British Columbia at thecommentary.ca. Opening tonight at the Norman and Annette Rothstein Theater at the Jewish Community Center, 950 West 41st Avenue, is a new production, The Lightning Thief, the Percy Jackson musical. The show's director, Mark Carter, joins me now to preview the show, which is based on the best-selling novel by Rick Rorden. The show follows the story of Percy Jackson, a half-blood son of a Greek god who discovers he has extraordinary powers he cannot control. I'll ask Mark to tell us as much as he'd like about uh, what to expect. The show's music and lyrics are written by Rob Rokiki, and I'll ask Mark about what they sound like. It's a big show with uh, nine cast members. It's a production of uh, CTORA Theatre, formerly known as uh, Children's Theatre of Richmond. Visit ctora.ca for tickets and information. The show runs until the 28th of May. We spoke one week ago. Please welcome to the Plant Online program, Mark Carter. Mr. Carter, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Pretty good yourself. Very well, thank you. These, these must be busy uh, days. Uh, just before. It is very busy. Yeah, <laughs> today we are uh, loading in uh, the lighting. We've done uh, three days of a lighting hang for the show because it's such a high-tech uh, lighting show. Um, that we needed three days just to load in lights, and then next week we bring in the set. So we've been doing uh, eight-hour days, um, and we're on day three of it now. And and so you spoke about the lighting. Um, Mm -hmm. There are a lot of light effects in in a show, uh, especially when when, when it's called Lightning Thief. (laughs) That's right. We have um, over 62 moving lights in this show, and lots of other kind of LED lights and uh, sort of anything that kind of flashes, uh, moves, that sort of thing. It, there's a lot of it. It's a very high-tech show. The, the staging of it itself is pretty much a bare stage, uh-huh. if you will. But uh, the, the lighting on this show really does a lot of the heavy lifting. And, and I've got um, my lighting designer, Darren Hales, is absolutely a magician. So, so looking forward to seeing what this is going to look like indeed, next week. Indeed. indeed. Uh, so I didn't know the, the, the novels by Rick Rorden. Uh, these were mm-hmm. uh, big bestsellers, weren't they? They were, yeah. It started out, he wrote the... Uh, he st- it started off by him telling stories to his son who has ADHD and dyslexia. Uh-huh. And that sort of incorporated into the Percy Jackson character. And after he was telling these stories to his son, then he, he wrote the novels. And and then they sort of took off from there. Obviously, uh, there's been a couple of movies. And uh, next year, uh, I think it's a Netflix or it's one of those streaming sites is doing uh, a Percy Jackson series. Yeah. That, so that starts next year. So, so this will be very yeah. popular for, for uh, young younger members of the audience. But I, I think uh, people, uh, adults say, they'll get something out of this, won't they? Absolutely. I mean, it's a really good family-friendly show. Um, that's what I really like the most about it is, you, you know, you can take the kids to it and you can even take grandma to it and, and everything like that. It, it is family-friendly, but it's, um, it's an epic adventure as well. So um, I think there's something for everybody. Um, it's quite heartwarming. It's, it's a charming story, really. So I'm excited to see how people respond to it because it it does speak to a lot of um 
way things are nowadays. Yeah. In that, you know, um, a lot of these kids in the show, Percy and and all of the so-called half-bloods in the show, um, they all have issues. And they're not unlike teenagers or kids today, that, that there's everybody's dealing with something. And, uh, and it's how you overcome that um, to better yourself. And so I think it's a, it's a positive themes and positive message that, that speaks to everybody. So I do think it's something for everyone. Yeah. Well, what sort of music is it like? Um, it is a musical, after all. Um, it is a musical, yeah. We have a five-piece uh, live orchestra, uh-huh. and it ranges from rock music to um, sort of a Mumford & Sons number mm. sort of thing. Uh, yeah. There's a couple of ballads, but for the most part, it's very contemporary, but the, the, the genres kind of change. So there's, you know, like I said, a Mumford and Sons inspired sort of number to a heavy rock number to um, a campfire song where all the the half-bloods sit around a campfire playing the guitar singing. And uh, so it's sort of a a bit of everything. This character, Percy Jackson, um, Mm -hmm. why why will people like him? I mean, he's got extraordinary powers, obviously. He's, you know, a half-blood son of a Greek god. Um, yeah. Right there. I mean, that might be appealing for a lot of people. But um, it's a character that people like, don't they? Absolutely. And I think what it is is because he is a flawed character. You know, he's been kicked out of uh, five schools in as many years. Um, and he he has issues. And he... You know, he's dealing with uh, his dyslexia, his ADD, um, and these sorts of things. Um, but he's he is overcoming those to better himself. So I think that's the positive message and what people could gravitate with that character so much. And, and talk to me about the, the cast, um, uh, Mark. Um, mm-hmm. What have they been like to work with and what sort of discussions are you having? Not just about the material, but about working on the stage itself? The cast, I have a cast of nine. It uh-huh. actually is set for a, uh, originally, I mean, you could do this show with uh, with many people. A lot yeah. of schools and that sort of thing have done it with a cast of 20 or 30. You know, you can add them in. Um, originally, it was done with seven. We are doing it with nine, and... Um, the extra two are um, swings, so they'll be able to, in, in the uh, you know unfortunate event that somebody was sick or unable to, uh, they would swing into those roles. But they're also um, incorporated into the show as well, so they play characters and that sort of thing. Um, the cast has been a dream to work with. They are all uh, young up and coming um, out of high school, uh, not out of high school, out of college and university, a lot uh-huh. of CAP and UBC grads. And this is sort of their first um, semi-professional production. Um, and they've been an absolute delight to work with. They showed up um, right... O- uh, we, we actually had done some um, uh, photos and publicity shots before 
we started rehearsals mm -hmm. and they got together um, first day and they bonded right away, which sometimes can take a while. But once a cast bonds, they really work well off of each other. So we were ahead of the game because on day one, they were already uh, a lot of them knew each other. Mm -hmm. They may have gone to school together and that yeah. sort of thing. But there's such a, a an open and fun group that uh it just became really inclusive, and they have been tight-knit ever since, right from the get-go. And they've come in prepared. We held the auditions in January, yeah. and so they were cast in January, but we didn't actually start rehearsals until the very last few days of April. So they had a couple of months to sit with the material, and uh, most of them, if not all of them, came in prepared, knowing their lines, knowing their songs, just ready to go. So we were way ahead of the game um, right from the get-go. So it made our jobs as as the director and, the, and choreographer, musical director, it made our jobs much, much easier because we weren't sort of teaching people what it was about. We were already there, and now mm. we can move on to the next stage. So we've been kind of ahead of the game, and uh, luckily, because it is a big show, deceivingly big. It may not yeah. look as big, but uh, from our aspect of it, it's a massive show, a massive undertaking. Mark, what, what if you're in a situation yeah. where the cast um, uh, isn't as bonded or, or um, tight-knit as, as this one mm -hmm. is? Uh, what do you do as a director to sort of build those relationships so that, that you can get on with the work of, of putting on a show, say? Well, my philosophy has always been that you need to create a safe, uh, fun rehearsal environment. And I think performers, they need to be listened to. They need to um, have their say, although, you know, it's sort of I get the final word. I do like everybody to... Um, if they have an idea or a concept or they want to try something, absolutely, let's try it. And so I like to create a fun uh, rehearsal environment that gives people a chance to enjoy themselves. I, I always believe that a, an actor is always better if they're not looking at this as work, but mm. I get to go and play and have a good time. Because if they're all having fun, and they're all working together, and they're enjoying and enjoying their experience. That translates off the stage, and the audience gets that. So that is really important. So that, to me, is always sort of the very first thing that I try to do is try and create an, an atmosphere of trust, of um, fun, yeah. but also work. You know, we do have work to do. We've got a lot to do in a very, very limited amount of time. But if we can um, do that in a way that doesn't feel like uh, work or it's, it's not a trudge to, to, to do this, it makes my job easier in the long run. So that's where I – that's sort of my goal right out of the gate. So the fact that all of these guys and, and all of my performers – and came together so quickly and, and we were there, it made my job easier because I didn't have to um, work on that, Yeah, if you will, if that makes sense. Yeah, and, and you're absolutely right. We as the audience, we can tell right away 
um, mm -hmm. no matter what the material is, whether, whether the cast um, works together well. Um, yes, and it absolutely. makes makes the show all, all obviously better. Um, yes. The other thing, Mark, um, for for um, audience members that that'll mm -hmm. go see this show, uh, the Lightning Thief, the Percy Jackson musical, mm -hmm. you'll you'll have a lot of young people in the audience for whom this will be, say, the first experience in the theater. Do you yes. think about what impact that'll have? Yeah, um, I I do. Um, I don't sort of. I don't concentrate on that uh, necessarily off the bat, but it's sort of looking at the big picture of it. Um, this show has a lot of magical characters and, and big creatures and that sort of thing. So um, I don't want to discuss too much of sure. it because I really don't want to give it away. Yeah. Because, um, But we have... Um, we do have a lot of creatures. We've got some massive ones that are done with uh, with puppetry and that sort of thing. And I think this would be a good show for for anybody that is, is experiencing theater for the first time because there is so much um, magic being created. And I think it will leave an impression, and hopefully it's a good impression, uh, on younger kids because they are seeing some things that maybe you would definitely see in the movies and that sort of thing, but maybe don't see all the time in theater on the stage. So that's sort of my goal there is to convert maybe a few um, people into seeing more theater and enjoying theater. Indeed, yeah. You can, you, you, we always underestimate say, our first experience in the theater, mm -hmm. um, whether it, it, it's someone who's in the audience like I am or, or mm -hmm. someone who's in the business like you are. Um, mm -hmm. These things have an impact, don't they? Absolutely. And I think, you know, the, the other side of... Um, I've lost my train of thought. My, my train's derailed. Um, <laughs> there's There's a an added bit of pressure with a show like this in that it is a beloved story to a lot of, uh, a lot of kids and teenagers and that sort of thing. And I remember when we first sort of announced that we were doing it and, and I got together with my choreographer and musical director and we were sitting in a cafe talking and our server came up and was like, there's a musical of the lightning thief. Are you mm. kidding me? When yeah. is this? Where is this? And because it was just such an important story to them, um, you need to honor that and be true to it. I mean, I'm, I'm old, so I didn't grow up on these books. Uh -huh. I, I kind of wish that I had, but you do have to uh, honor what these characters and this story is because you don't want to upset the fans of the book and that sort of thing. Um, yeah. the, the movie did. The movie version of the, the of Percy Jackson was not a big hit with the fans. They did change a lot of it. Um, this show, it does follow the story quite well, I think. But it is slightly different. There's a few little changes from the book. Um, but I don't think that they're enough that they would upset um, but like I said, one of my biggest concerns, and I've done a lot of shows w that have uh, a big fan base to it, yeah. and I've 
learned early on, like you, you want to try and um, give them what they expect and hopefully meet their expectations or surpass expectations. But what you don't want to do is disappoint people, especially the fans, because um, you don't want to do that disservice to the characters or to the fans. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Mark, I'll let you get back to work. Thanks for, for your time Thank today. Thank you very much. And break a leg, as they say. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. And hopefully we come uh, come check us out. We're up in, at the Norman Rothstein Guild the end of May. The website for more is at ctora.ca. The show's called The Lightning Thief, the Percy Jackson musical. Uh, it's uh, at the Norman and Annette Rothstein Theater at the Jewish Community Center, 950 West 41st. Uh, starting tonight until the 28th of May, Mark Carter, its director, join me on the line from here in Vancouver. I'm Joseph Plunto.